This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. And it's the segment that Corey demanded. I did. Texas Rangers, thank you. Notes 877-881-1053. Feels like there's a lot to go around after last night. Can I explain? Yeah, can I explain why I demanded it? Because the the text back and forth was a lot of fun last night, but it was definitely because from the Josh Young at bat all the way back to the top of the order, somebody did something special every time they were up at the plate. Uh, Andrew Heaney was great at the mound, but this is I remember, and we talked with Will Clark about this, you know, he always said that team in 96 was a cast of characters. Though I can't do the way he said it, but cast of characters what was the word, the phrase that he kept using. And this team, it isn't just the one dude. I mean, Corey Seager's a monster right now, but this whole playoff series, uh, the whole playoffs has been some dude's chipping something in every night that's special. Adolis has done it, but now he's gone. Well, everybody else has to rely on something else. And last night, I just thought it was one after another. Somebody different was doing something great. So everybody has that moment that they saw last night. They were like, that's the moment for me. Yeah. So this is your thank you notes. This is your opportunity to thank one of the Rangers for last night, for getting us a breath away. We are a breath away from that championship. You know, it's amazing since I kept the score last night. How many Rangers do you think were left on base in the nine innings that they scored? 12, or sorry, 11 runs. In the nine innings in the that they nine did innings, score. Who, 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 Four. Who, three. Oh. Isn't that a, like, As everybody, a, when wow. you look at it, in the first inning, Mitch Garver was left on base after his walk. But the guys who contributed in the second inning, Josh Young, double, Leody walk, Tavares, or, or sorry, um, Leody walk, Jankowski hit, and then you had the triple by Simeon, Homer by Seager. The next inning, you have Josh Young hit, Nathaniel Lowe hit, Jonah Heim, huge situation. Thank you, Christian Walker, for trying to double catch a ball. We've seen that in a negative way in the World Series for us. You go in and you take the ball out of your first baseman's glove. You don't try to double catch it, but we love you for it. Then Jankowski with the double, and then Simeon with the home run. So you look at that, and then uh, later in the game in the eighth inning, you had the Jonah Heim home run, which honestly ended up being a huge home run uh, to hold on to victory. But who would have thought <laughs> when it went from ten to one to eleven he, to one he in the eighth that, inning? He he needed that that home run. I know he's kind of been yeah. spotty throughout the playoffs, but he needed that moment last night. So I mean, you just look at that, and in a way, you know, make my Evan Carter is really happy he got hit by a pitch because that kept his on base streak going. <laughs> but you look at the only guys to really not contribute, and I'm not saying this in a negative way. Were Garver and Carter, your three and four hole hitters, were the guys who. Uh, were not able to score a run or get a big hit in a big situation. Yeah, man. And even still, Garver gets a walk, which that did something. You know, that that was enough to 
force a pitcher to adjust somewhere. I don't know, Mike, can you in that walk what what, what happened after words are around it? Fly I mean, ball, Carter, lefty on lefty. I'll tell you what, Carter, here's what I was hoping from Carter, and I don't know how many lefty he's going to face the rest of the way. I think he has to bunt. He's fast. He won't swing the bat really that hard against lefties. I don't know if you guys are noticing that or not, but he's really guiding the bat yeah. against lefties. He's off balance, and he guides it against lefties. He's way more confident, obviously, against righties. But I'm thinking with Carter at this point, because they're not going to take him out of the lineup against lefties, I feel like if a lefty comes in against him, I think that he should try to drag bunt and pull the ball with him to first base and make Christian Walker or that lefty falling off to the left side, to the third base side, try to make a play on him trying to drag bunt. Yeah, the other thing, too, is like he won't swing at those inside. He like Early on, they're like, throw inside on this yeah. kid. He's not swinging. He doesn't like it, and you can see it on his face. My, Kevin, it's been the whole playoffs. He's been staring at umpires if he gets a strike called inside on him. <laughs> I wanted to give a thank you note to Marcus Simeon for a defensive move. That tag he got down yeah, on Marte that was, awesome. was top-notch because the throw, I honestly didn't think they had a chance in yeah. hell to get that, and that throw was high, but the tag he dropped on it was a thing of beauty. He almost punched him. You know, He almost punched right, right. through his shoulder there and got it just in time. He had to bring it down hard. Like He had to bring it down fast, and he knew that. And, Mike, I think around that time you had texted that the umpire – uh, the umpire fix was in, yeah. and I texted back, well, we got to do it ourselves. Like, that's yeah. what the Rangers, if that's how y'all are going to be, if y'all are going to be against us as umpires, then we'll take care of business ourselves. I know that, I guess we just got it from, I can't remember if it was Broadus or somebody just sent the whole umpire deal, but it ended up being pretty darn even last night. I think maybe the Rangers got a hair of an advantage on balls and strikes. I'd have to go back and look. I think I'm it was looking like it up right now. 11 to 7 or something like that, and I think it was in the Rangers' favor, but early on in the game, I was frustrated with a few things, and I was yeah. like, come on, man, like both ways here, brother. But it ended up not mattering too much. From the 682, thank you, Janikowski. Stepped right in and rose to the occasion. Man, that is for dang sure. He was a, He's a boss, right? Explain that to me. Isn't that what they said in the locker room? Oh, he's gangster. Gangster. Is what they said in the locker Sorry, room. I'm th- and I'm we don't know who said it. Murphy. If anybody yeah. has uh, an idea of who said uh, he's a gangster, that's why uh, in the background, as they were asking uh, Jankowski, well, you know, how he's so prepared all the time. Uh, we would love to know. From the two one four, thank you to Andrew Heaney for proving me right and choppy wrong. Me too. I I was in that boat. I was not feeling uber confident about Andrew Heaney, but man, it's weird. And I'm not saying they would win the MVP, but it sure does feel like Andrew Heaney and John Gray are pretty darn high up on that list of World Series MVPs so far. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what about Heaney, which was interesting when they show him throw in slow motion, how small he gets, he becomes a four-footer. He takes his... We call it an Altuve. He takes his back leg and his shin is dragging on the ground almost. His knee is almost to the ground. So as he's going down the hill, that's what makes his fastball look like it's going up. He gets kind of a a sling motion and he takes half of his leg and pretty much puts it on the ground to create what he wants. His deception that he creates is getting so low to the ground that when he's slinging the ball from his angle, it almost does look like it's coming up from the ground because of how low he gets and then the angle that he creates. So 
just kind of fun to watch him in slow motion last night and how his body works uh, differently than, let's say, a guy like Dane Dunning who came in and was spectacular. Because we didn't talk about this, but the two guys that we haven't talked about, Dunning and Bradford, great job in the sixth and seventh inning. We needed zero. Who would have known we needed zeros there or our world would have uh, cratered, but those sixth and seventh innings were huge innings. So then when you did bring in Burke Stratton and Will Smith and they could not get the job done, that you had the cushion of a nine slash 10 run lead. Uh, Two things, Kevin, one here. I did go look at umpire scorecard, 13 incorrect calls, which is the most incorrect calls of the entire world series. Uh, he favored the home by 0. 0.5. Uh, so, and then it was a difference of 1.77 runs. So Whoa. that was the that was the runs affected in that moment. My thank you letter is going to Josh Young. The I I yeah. I, I hate this. I really do. I hate that Simeon battles and then gets out to start the game, and then Corey Seager goes one swing. Oh crap. And you've gained, it feels like you gained no information. It feels like you didn't do anything, but that's the Rangers. I don't care. They're doing what they do. And then, you know, hits all the way until you get to Josh Young. Josh Young starts off an amazing inning for that team. And him being there, like you said earlier, Mike, being aware of what was going on at home plate and having the speed to get there and get that run on the board, put me at ease as a fan. And then he does it again in the, in the third inning. He gets on base and everything kind of starts rocking around. And like he had what three hits last night. Yes, he did. Really nice to see him elevated in the lineup and produce. Yeah, and he, luckily he's batted fifth a lot of this season yes. before the injury, so it wasn't like, oh man, I'm batting fifth. What do I do here? Yeah. This is he's done that a lot. I thought what was really important there against Mantiply was that he hit the ball into the right center gap because then later in the game he gets a breaking ball and he's able to stay back long enough to get the, I I believe that was a ground ball base hit. And then later in the game, he gets a fastball that he usually has trouble with at times when he's not going well. He gets a fastball letter high and he gets on top of that ball. And I think the Rangers went back to in a way yesterday. I know they hit home runs. Obviously there was the big homer from Simeon, Seager and, and Heim. But they also put the ball in play hard multiple times and thought, we're going to go up the middle and we're not going to try to hit fly balls. And that park, I'm totally wrong about that park. I didn't know this. They put in such a humidor system there that yeah, they, they have, I'd heard they them have talk killed about that, that yeah. ballpark. There's, I'm so fooled by that ballpark because that used to be a concrete surface because it used to be all grass. And they used to just, because of the weather there, even though it was – air condition they would open it up till 2 p.m so you'd have very dry dirt which would play like concrete and then the ball would fly there but over the last few years they've done enough to that humidor baseball system that i guess it is very tough to hit the ball far there where it used to be pretty easy if we can just include all of the bottom of the lineup hitters five through nine starting with young obviously they had seven hits and scored eight runs. Like that feels like, and I realize there was some nervousness at the very end. That feels like a game that you're going to win every single time. And we'd ask for more from the bottom half of the lineup to just show how well rounded this lineup was. And Young, Low, Heim, Tavares, Jankowski, they all came through. Yeah, man. Uh, I didn't know. I really didn't know what to expect from them. I, I, like Fair. when I saw that part of the lineup, and there was a moment last night where Tavares he walked, and I was like, "All right, Simeon's up to bat," because my brain's been yeah. conditioned that 
whenever Leody gets on now or whatever happens, now Simeon's up. And then I was like, oh, Jankowski. And I was like, oh, no. And then then he said, no, I got this, guys. Soft contact. He gets it on the end of the bat, but he still gets it through. And that's just he, – he even said, uh, you know, when they were interviewing him beforehand, you know, how do you – how are you going to replace – Adolis Garcia, and he was like, well, I can't do it with power and RBIs, so I'm going to have to do it my way. I'm going to just have to play my game and, you know, put him in the nine hole, and that allows him to play his game. Get on base. Create pressure. Be a reason that the pitcher has to think about you and the reason that the pitcher has to not think about what he's doing at the plate, and then that's exactly what he did, man. That was that section of the lineup, and throughout the entire playoffs, Mike, they have been, they have been a factor throughout the entire run They've done something. We talked about it yesterday, and then I was talking to Mark McLemore after the show, and he said, hey, Simeon and Young are going to have to step up. Yeah. Because we were talking about Adolis being out, and obviously about an hour before the game, it was we knew that now he's out for the rest of the World Series. So if we haven't, Max Scherzer's well, out for the We haven't really of, talked about yeah. that. That felt crushing in the moment, too. Right. So about an hour before the game, approximately, you find out that Max Scherzer and uh, Adolis Garcia are off of the roster. They're not going to be able to play the rest of the World Series. Uh, and you just have Marcus Simeon going, man, if we can give him an RBI opportunity, we can't have him pass it up because now if they don't pitch to Seager, there's no Adolis Garcia batting third or fourth. And so it was just huge for Marcus Simeon to have three RBIs for all of the playoffs and for now him to have eight because he had five RBIs in game four of the World Series was probably in a way just so huge and and a relief for him. And I'm hoping that this – We've seen Simeon. He can be streaky, too. I'm really hoping tonight he gets on a hot streak tonight and starts this off with a bang. And by the way, because somebody asked this on the fan text, and thank you very much to the truckwreck.com text line for all the people that have been texting in today. How close is Simeon to the at-bets record? I believe he did break it last night. I think he needed four going into the game yesterday. He got five, surpassed Juan Pierre who had 830 plate appearances in 2003. So I now think Simeon is up to 832. And that's amazing. He just broke an all-time major league record, but it falls so far down the list because of how the game played out and what's at stake. But yeah, so, so many thank you notes to Marcus Simeon. And I like this one too. And it's got me really honestly hoping that we'll get to this situation tonight from the 806. Thank you, Rangers. Just thank you for everything. This ride, this excitement, the joy, the pain. You deserve this. We deserve this. And when they say pain, I think about a week and a half ago, just that freaking punch to the gut that was game five that was the worst. of the ALCS. And if I would have told you, hey, week and a half, you'll be one game away from winning it all. I don't feel like everyone would have been like, duh. So no, it, yeah, no. On that night, Kevin, you no. couldn't have said anything that would yeah. have changed my yeah. mind that everything's going to be just fine. And we've only been through this in our lifetimes. I guess if you go back to the Cowboys, but really in our lifetimes, in the last few decades, one time the Dallas Mavericks in 2011, where it ended up being positive in the end. But we can kind of go through that and think about the game they blew in Portland and how bad that one hurt in round one, and Rick Carlisle taking all the blame for not making quicker defensive adjustments and obviously the Lakers series was kind of like the Baltimore series where you're like wow all right so we just 
really destroyed them. But there was that moment against Oklahoma City where you're like, crap, is this young team already better than everybody? And the Mavericks were able to have a big comeback through Dirk Nowitzki getting on fire again. So, like, we've gone through it where – and then you have whether it's Corey Brewer, Brewer Jan Mahimi, some dude – like, dudes that we don't really remember that fondly of. Yeah. But they had these big moments in small sample sizes that really helped you out. And so now you have Jan Kowski having to start, and I'm assuming he's going to start tonight too, where he comes through oh, yeah. in a big situation. So, And from the 2-4, I, like I understand this, but I'm not going to stop from the 2-1-4. You have to win World Series to be an MVP. Be quiet, Kevin. You're going to jinx this. I don't believe in any of that. Just for the record. What a hater. But if you, you do. You don't believe in MVP? Yeah. What? No, no, no. Come in, on, man. MVP is a very important thing. In jinxing it. In jinxing it. But if you do, more power to you. Kevin's everybody, all about team. Everybody can sport. No how, individual <laughs> awards. Yeah. Everybody can sport however they want. But I just want people to be prepared about how it's going to play out. If the most amazing thing would happen is we're going to be rocking this thing all night long. Like, literally, we're going to try to go all night long until the morning show, which is going to start an hour earlier if the best-case scenario plays out tonight. Kevin, I know we talked about it off-air, but last night when Corey Seager was interviewed by Ken Rosenthal, he was asked about his ankle, and he goes, you know, I'm fine, and then he rolls into, how about Andrew Heaney, man? This is just a team win tonight, and what a – what a damn fine job by Corey Seager last night to say, hey, this is a team victory. I really thought he was going to be like, oh, yeah, I stepped on something for half a second. I'm fine. But he goes, oh, yeah, that was nothing. Andrew Heaney, though. <laughs> and, like, it was, yeah. I loved it. Was great. It. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We've been reading a lot of texts telling you what what we think. Now it's time. What do you think? It can be about the game tonight. It can be about anything Rangers that you want to talk about. Call in right now. We will get to that next. 877-881-1053. As we move on to the Expressway commercial free, that'll start up next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. There's a swing and there's a drive deep to right field. Way back goes Carroll. He's at the wall. That ball is history. A home run for Jonah Heim. His first World Series hit leaves the yard and makes it 11 to 1, Texas. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're going to turn things over to the Boomer Jack Bar and Grill hotline as we take in a whole bunch of phone calls here. It's been a really fun day. Rangers lead 3-1 to one in the World Series Game 5 coming up tonight on your official home of the Texas Rangers, 105.3 The Fan. And want to get all things Rangers from all of our listeners. So let's go to line number one. This is Logan in Rockwall. What's on your Rangers mind? Fellas, I think it's tonight. Mike, I think it, you do your duty today, sir. And I think you, it's time for Coach Balsack to come back out and hype these boys up to go clinch this thing. Oh. Item number two, I uh, I really think that we need this team needs a Napoli-esque player. I think that we need somebody that jumps on second base whenever he goes from first to second, goes and gives a claw antler, and we just have a massive Napoli-type chant. We need that player back. We need somebody like that. That's a Dolis, whoever that is, if it's Josh Young. But we need that massive chant back. And final item, I think we're never going to have to remember Corey's favorite game, game six, that he always likes to remind us about. <laughs> because it's going to be game five. These Rangers are going to go clinch that first World Series tonight, boys. Let's go, Rangers. Will you stay up with us all night? I will stay up all night and drink all day. There you Let's go. go, baby. That's what I'm talking about, Logan. I, I like it. As far as a ball sack uh, rendition. <laughs> So far, so far, Mike has been asked to do it a number of times. Mike said he didn't want to because every time he's done it, the, whatever team we're doing it for loses. So I, I, tonight, let's just say, I don't know, Mike, what do you want to do here? Bochi would tell me to get the hell out of the clubhouse. <laughs> this isn't football. So, yeah, there you go. Hey, he just basically gave you one. But it was through the mind of Boch. And you know what? That game six uh, thing. Shut up. Right? I don't want to hear about game six. Let's yeah, tonight's game five. To you know what? In honor of game five, let's go to line five. This is Michael in Arlington. Mike, what's on your mind? Man, um, I saw it two times. The Rangers were in the World Series a while back, and this time it doesn't seem like we get a whole lot of respect from anybody. And to the point, I don't know who the idiot is with the purple blazer that's always up the manager's butt over in the on the Diamondback side. No matter if they're kicking our ass or something's going on, great. Is that Verducci? Like, it's Verducci. It's Verducci. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever the heck it is, he's never on our side, <laughs> and we kick their ass, and we don't have anybody over there, you know, asking Boach anything. It's just, and even with the Astros, I don't know who that guy was. Always up that guy's butt, and then. When it gets to us kicking ass, it's just like it's quiet. It's crickets, and I'm I'm just kind of fed up with it. And that purple guy can go kiss somebody's, you know what? 
Oh, I love right. it. All right. I so first off, love it. first point here, he said ass like four times and then, and then finally butt. said butt on that one. I appreciate, I appreciate that. It. Yeah, nice. yeah, thank you for, you know, knowing our ass limit. The uh, the other thing, too, though, is I wonder if uh, if Boach is like, <laughs> hey, don't come talk to me during a game. I got stuff going yeah. on. I got to focus. We do here. have Ken Rosenthal in our dugout. So when they have hit home runs, which I find Garver. really weird, they're like, so what did you see on that pitch? What are you looking for next at bat? Yeah. Uh, give me the sequence that you really were setting him up for. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, the play. I and look, Ken Rosenthal's doing his job, and it's amazing to me that these players do these interviews. I think a lot of people think it's cool. I'm just thinking there is a lot of strategy in getting the pitch you want and hitting it, and just saying I got a good. You don't pitch want to just give liked. it all away, right? There. Like, well, yeah. After he threw the breaking ball, I knew he was doing fastball away here, and I sat on that one, and that's what he threw me. I'm pretty better sure not do it again. I'm pretty sure they're not going to listen to this uh, and and use this against me next game. Let's go to man. I feel like we're doing well with the name Mike. Let's go to cut number six. This is Mike in Denton. Cut number six or yeah, caller. Yeah. I'm sorry. Force ahead. These are not pre-recorded. Caller number six. This is not pre-recorded. Uh-huh. What is on your Rangers brain, gentlemen? What a ride mm. tonight is going to feel so good to replace sad tears from 2011 with happy tears for a monumentous win for the Texas Rangers in our first World Series. It's going to be amazing, and I can't wait. I do have one quick question. Uh, Mike, what is your ideal situation from a, from a bullpen perspective with Nate saying going five, do you go gray for two, and then right to a Roldis, and then to Leclerc to finish it up? Well, Thanks, gentlemen. I can't wait to celebrate. For Thanks sure. for the call. call. I would say spores over Chapman if you don't, Reed. if you're not using that. So it's a great question. With John Gray having to possibly start game seven, I know that the Rangers would sell out. If they're winning, let's say, by two, it's five to three. So yeah. I'm giving you that Evaldi hasn't pitched great in five innings. Uh, he's given up three runs, but he's pitched well enough that you have a two run lead. I would expect spores to go the sixth or sorry, the seventh, and then Chapman the eighth, and LeClerc the ninth. I don't know if you want to do this. Would you sell out because he hasn't pitched? Uh, he didn't pitch last night. Would you try to? Would you try to max out Spores for two innings? Yes. Would you go sixth and seventh with Spores? Because let's face it here, they only used Dane Dunning one inning last night on purpose. They could have used him for four innings and then had nobody else pitch, but they only wanted Dunning to throw one inning because of the score to have Dunning ready. So in a weird way, would I possibly go Bradford or Dunning in the sixth inning? And I then would, I think I would go Dunning for yeah. sure. And somebody just by the way, somebody asked about Montgomery. I think there's literally no chance in hell that he would pitch at all today. Because, not at all. There's no way. Yeah. You you're not in a do or die yeah. situation. You need him available at his best against Merrill Kelly uh, in game six, if there is a game six. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to make a prediction here. These usually aren't smart predictions. I do think Evaldi gives you seven innings tonight. So so I think in that situation, you go Spores in the eighth and LeClerc in the ninth, and you celebrate. Kevin didn't want him when we signed him, but I told him, I said, hey, Kevin. I will admit. We're in a big game. The injury was. I thought it was meh. Is it weird that the injury was the best thing that happened to him because it limited his innings to 144 in the regular season? And he got to rest, and here we are. That is very strange, but I, I think you guys are right. Let's go to line number two, Jimmy in Sunnyvale. What's happening in your Rangers brain right now? 
guys, I've got ultimate ranger fever and just uh, appreciate you guys just uh, loading it up ranger intensive. Uh, you know, I just, all I got to say is I, I agree with Mike. I, I just think Evaldi's going to be a gamer tonight. I think he really, really wants this, especially after last outing. And, um, you know, what can you say about Bochy making all the right calls? But uh, where would this team be without LeClerc? I mean, he's just been – I know he had the, the gut-wrenching home run, you know, last series, but he's just been – dynamite and uh i just want to say for every ranger that's ever wore that uniform to to now man go get it guys we love you that is a phenomenal call you guys have been really on point and i, and I want to bring something up because he mentioned leclerc and also chris young somebody was mad we didn't bring up chris young and the thank you we notes. will and that's very we fair will. but that's the sign of a great team right is there are so many people if you're like well how could you leave out yes. this person how could you leave out this person is Jose LeClerc, I mean, he might be the most remarkable story on this team to me because his value to this team in the middle of the year was nothing. Yeah. Like, long relief in a blowout at best. It was nothing. And now, when you see him come in, does it not kind of put you at ease, especially if it's after Chapman, is he has been huge for this team. yeah i do i hated that he had to warm up last night i hated he, that he I had agree. to throw 10 pitches last night because now he will be going hopefully tonight he's pitching his third day in a row because he's only pitching if we're winning the game or it's a tie game uh in let's say the ninth 10th 11th inning but he has been phenomenal and the thing is is because of his not being able to hold down the closers role from four years ago he actually is pretty good at throwing two innings because he That's had to true. do that yeah. quite a bit in his career. So I don't know on his third day in a row, how much do I want him? That's the thing that hurt you last night by your three guys, Burke, Stratton, and Will Smith, not being able to get a job done, being up by a, 10 runs with six outs to go, and they couldn't get six outs. It pushed you into LeClerc, which means tonight getting five outs from LeClerc or possibly six outs from LeClerc is going to be very difficult because he would be throwing on his third night in a row. And I do, like I know we've been cracking on him, but I do agree with Smoltz right there when he said small victory for the Diamondbacks. I absolutely agree with that. Let's go to line number three, Joel in Denton. What is happening in Rangerstown for you? I'm just absolutely pumped for tonight. I just can't. Um, like the rest of you guys, I mean, 2011 was probably about the roughest game six, about the roughest sporting loss in, in, in DFW history. I remember, I, I don't think I slept a wink that night because I think a lot of people forget we had the two run lead, not only in the ninth, but Hamilton hit that yep. two run bomb in the 10th. And we had, you know, two outs twice. I mean, you will not find a more traumatic baseball loss than game six. And then those same emotions for me came back in game five against Houston. It was, I mean, it just felt like, man, we're just getting this taken away from us again. And the way the team rallied back game six and seven against Houston on the road, it's just unforgettable. I I still pinch myself that we beat Houston. We're in the World Series a game away. And tonight, you know what? I think we're going to get it done. And no one's going to be able to take this away from us. We will be champs forever. And this is a this is a World Series and a championship. I'm going to celebrate the rest of my life. And I think there's a lot of people out there with me. Will there, will there be a fan base in the history of sports that is going to appreciate the last pitch and the last out more than a Texas Ranger fan. We know. Oh, man. We know. Like, I don't care what the score is. That's what I said to Jess. It's like, 
when there is one pitch or one yes. out to go, I will still go, I just don't know. I just know that anything can happen, and I need the final out to happen before I really feel like it's dead and gone, and we've done it. A million, a million percent Un- to all of that. Until we hear N- Eric Nadell say those sweet words, we won't be there. Like, whatever the sweet words that Eric say, Nadell, hello, World Series, series. champions. Yeah. He could say whatever the hell he wants, and I think uh, we'll, yeah. be, we'll be perfectly I told happy. you, <laughs> I think he should be able to say the F word, and we should just deal with it. I think he should be like, Rangers just won the F in World Series. What's going like, to be interesting, is there any chance that we hear Jared in the background screaming? Yes. Probably. Uh, oh, I think there is a 92% chance of that happening. In fact, I think he told me, though, he has to go down to the field. He actually has trouble oh, seeing the last out because 22%. he is actually interviewing players oh, immediately after the game so i think in the eighth or ninth inning he has to go down into the tunnel with the other media members like emily jones and get ready to go on to the field after the final out and get on game. like a ladder so he can see over everybody yeah Dang, man what i gotta drive by like that i don't know it's rangers day it's rangers day you're right i need to stop making yeah. short jokes yeah short people can play baseball i've seen it they can't I've play other it. sports <laughs> what what about Doug Flutie? Not allowed. News Vaughn. He was 5'10". He's normal size. Was he 5'10", though? Even 5'10", even 5'9", is kind of normal size. Who's right? the shortest person? What? Monks? I, never mind. No. Strike that from the record. I don't know. Do you want to take more phone calls? Let's take one more. Before. Right. We got. So we have somebody we got to get to. It's up let's to you. Take, uh, is it me? To, uh, Tony the truck driver near San Antonio. Okay. Gentlemen, how's everybody doing? We're doing great, awesome. man. Awesome. I, I have, uh, I'm embarrassed to say, I didn't pay attention in 2010 and 11. I'm 63 years old now, and from day one this year, I've been riveted, watching it and listening, watching every game. I'm glad and sad that Garcia got hurt because now, it, last night, it proved this is definitely a team sport. Your superstars came out. Those that you weren't sure about came out. I'm curious if anybody can figure out what was the odds with a hundred dollars first first game of the season that the Rangers would make make it to the World Series. I'll hang up and listen. I believe if yeah, I believe if you had the Rangers to win the World Series, you would have won thirteen thousand dollars. Wow, a hundred dollar bet. Yes, at the beginning of the regular season. Yeah, and so that's pretty incredible. I wanted to read this just real quick because outside of wanting to win it for me as a fan and for the Rangers and all the players and Boach and everybody involved. There are so many stories just like this. And that's another reason I hope we win. I hope we take phone calls for like six hours. From the 254, I can't call in because I'll probably start crying. I was going through a divorce in 2017, the year after my son was born. I made it a point for me and him to watch opening day together on TV every year. When the stadium opened in 2020, he and I went the first week we were allowed COVID masks and all. We've been to a lot of games before and since. And I switched a day with my ex in hopes that they'd win it tonight and we'd be together. This means everything. I bet there are so many stories across the Metroplex just like that. 
Now it's time for Mike Likes It. All right. Let's do Mike Likes It with a a former Cy Young Award winner, 2006 Cy Young Award winner, uh, runner-up two times in his career, former Arizona Diamondback, and for a second, Texas Ranger, Brandon Webb. Brandon, how's it going, my man? I'm doing good, guys. How are y'all? We're doing great. I'm wondering from your perspective, covering the Diamondbacks this year and watching them somewhat, I think very few people thought they would beat Philadelphia twice in Philadelphia. Are you still feeling like, hey, this Diamondbacks team, even though down three to one, we've seen them with somewhat of a miracle comeback. They can still do this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, we we saw it in in Philly. Obviously, that was uh, unexpected. Um, Last night hurt pretty good. Um, but they, I think, you know, they did score a few late. Hopefully they can carry a little bit of that momentum going in. But we do have our guys back on the mound for the next three days. We got Gallon today, and it's, he's able to, you know, get a win in that. Then we got Merrill Kelly, who's been outstanding and fought. And, and hopefully we can take it uh, back to Texas uh, and, and see you guys again. How much do you feel like momentum does carry over from game to game? Like you were saying, Arizona clearly picked up a lot at the end of that game. Especially yeah. when there's new pitchers and everything. Yeah, no doubt. I think it's I think it's uh, a big part of uh, of baseball, honestly. And, and it happens during games. Um, it carryovers to the next game, especially you know when when you have your guys going on the mound. Um, Arizona's had you know, and, and both teams have done bullpen games this year. Arizona's been pretty good at it, actually. Um, last night didn't show very well, but. Uh, you know, but when it's it's a little bit different when you got a guy like Zach Gallon going on the mound today. I think uh, just them around the clubhouse should be up, um, and I think what they can, you know, what they did in in Philly uh, was all based on momentum. Yeah, so Brandon Webb joining us right now here on 105.3 The Fan. Brandon, this is what I've heard. Obviously, you've got to watch Zach Gallon pitch in these playoff games, pitch down the stretch in September. Is yeah. I've heard that he's thrown so many innings, a lot more than he's ever thrown in his career. He's close to 240 innings right now, including the playoffs. Right. And people are worried in Arizona that he might be running out of gas. I know they need one more yeah. great start from him, but have you seen Zach Gallion maybe with – the innings that he's throwing this year uh, take a toll on him in the playoffs? I, he hasn't been as good as what we saw for sure earlier on. He's been good, but he hasn't been great. Uh, Merrill Kelly's been pretty great. Uh, Brandon Fott's been pretty great. Uh, Merrill, or, uh, Zach Gallon's been – he's been good, and he's been sufficient, I guess you could say. Uh, the – the innings, and we talked about this too on the pre and post game before the the season was even over with, and them trying to fight and get into this wild card game, and you know people were saying it then is he kind of wearing down because he did have a few there late in the season where he was kind of you know not the Zach Gallant we were accustomed to seeing there early in, in mid season, um, and we were and I said I was like I hope he's not running out of gas because they're trying to make this push and that's not what we're looking for looking for so you know he showed some signs and you know 240 is is that's a that's a big jump for him that's a bit that's a lot of innings for any pitcher especially these days um so i hope he can uh you know he grab a little bit extra like you said you got one more start you know let's let's uh let's put it all in all eggs in one basket for one more start and see what you get i think 
Like, listen, I, I, I watch him all the time. I think he's one of the top three to five pitchers in, in the league. I love watching him. Um, so I'm hoping for good things, good things tonight. Brandon Webb joining us here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan. The the Rangers' MO throughout this playoffs, whenever whenever they've been at their best, it's been they've been very patient at the plate. They've not you know gotten outside of the strike zone. Whenever you're on the mound and you're seeing a team like that, is it frustrating? Like what is what is that feeling for you, and how do you attack a team that's going that way? Yeah, I mean, you guys have a good team. Um, obviously, Seager's been a uh, you know, the big guy that's, that's killed us. Uh, Simeon had a great game last night, too. Uh, Garcia, unfortunately, for you guys, is out. And, you know, those three guys have been huge. Young's been pretty good, too. I mean, he had a great game yesterday. I think he had three hits. Uh, it's, it's a good-hitting team. You guys, as a pitcher, you got to go out there and you, you got to make pitches. I feel like, and, and this is a lot of teams, too, you know, Philly, they're mistake hitters. You can't make mistakes, and when you do, um, to these hitters like Texas has, you're going to pay for it. And, and a lot of times, it's a, you know, it's, it's a long ball or it's a double in the gap, and they they're throwing up big numbers. I mean, two five run innings in, in the second and third inning was just huge. You cannot make mistakes uh, to get hitters like that. You got to you got to execute pitches, and if you do. Um, you're going to have success. And that's why I think Zach Gallon he does execute almost better than anybody. Um, to me, he was like a Greg Matt. He doesn't walk a lot of guys, and he, he executes very well. Um, so that's going to, you know, if he does that, I think we can have success tonight. Talk with former Cy Young Award winner Brandon Webb right here on 105 Through the Fans. Something I've always been curious about, and we've had some discussions about the umpiring in this series thus far is at as, as a pitcher yeah. did you ever study the umps because we always hear about the prep work for the hitters but did you ever have any reports about this ump will squeeze you this ump will let it go to the right a little bit yeah i definitely think that was out there for sure and, and mike can attest to that too it, you know different umpires are you know have different strikes on they just do um you know, and I didn't necessarily study it. We knew what it was, um, you know, going into that game, uh, whoever it would be back behind there. Um, and then going to this series and stuff, yeah, I mean, we – and I think it's kind of amplified these days because we got the strike zone box there, uh, the K zone, and, and you're seeing all oh, that pitch was – you know, like that one that Gabby took there a couple days ago, never in the strike zone now. If the strike zone, if the K zone's not there, you don't make such a big deal of it, I don't think, because you, you don't actually know if it was a strike or not ever. Um, so I think that enhances us uh, a little bit, you know, as far as balls and strikes go. There have been several, uh, I think, missed calls, uh, you know, balls and strikes-wise. That, that uh, And it goes both ways, too, right? And it goes both ways. Um, but there, there it, there's been some missed calls for sure. So, Webby, I'm going to bring up two things so far in this Arizona series where I was somewhat surprised with. Yesterday, for example, it's 3-0. to zero. You have Castro on the mound. Seager's our best hitter by far, especially now that Garcia is out. 
and you guys go to Nelson, and I'm doing the post-game show, and I'm like, they're going to pitch to Seager. They're going to bring in a lefty to pitch to Seager instead of just walking him and going to Garver. And if Garver were to draw a walk or do something, now you bring in your lefty and and face Carter, who really can't hit left-handed pitching. Were you surprised in that situation that they pitched to Seager in the second inning with a runner on third and first base open? Absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, you, when we're doing the scouting reports, um, you know, you, you circle these guys. Garcia would, would have been one. Um, obviously, Seager's going to be one um, that you're not going to let beat you in certain situations. <clears throat> you know, guys on, less than two, um, you know, things like that. You're going to pitch him super carefully. And, they, and the Diamondbacks did a good job of that uh, in the uh, Philly series with, with Harper and Schwarber. Um, you know, they walked him, you know, quite a few times in big situations, just didn't let him, you know, take swings, which I'm okay with. Um, so, but yeah, Seager comes up there. I, you know, you bring in the lefty, obviously they're not going to walk him because you, you already, you know, brought in the lefty. So I was watching Chris Young there on, on the, uh, MLB network last night. He said, I mean, same thing. And, and that's what it's true. You know, you circle this guy. You don't let him beat you. You don't let him get the, the bat off his shoulder. Um, he's, he's already shown that he's done it uh, several times, almost a handful of times now, uh, this series where it's, you know, he's a one-man wrecking crew. Don't let him beat you. So, I, and in that situation, I 100% walk. So, so, Webby, you had the best sinker in the game 2006 through 2008. And I know that you wanted your catcher to be able to frame lower pitches. And I know over the last yeah. five years, everybody catches on one knee. So I'm not taking a shot at Moreno. Yeah. He's just catching like all 100 catchers in the major leagues do. And it's hurt the yeah. Rangers in the playoffs too. Why in the world, this is just me, why in the world with a runner on third base would you ever want your catcher catching on one knee, especially in playoff games world series games and yeah in regular season games too but i just i don't get that like moreno was stuck he that was an easy block and even leote Tavares thought like yeah that was an easy block he's like oh my god that got away because one knee catching i just help me out here webby yeah. why would you ever well, want a one knee catcher with a runner on third yeah that that got you know you could see where you got to get kind of blocked out on that situation now during the season he was been very good um, he's he's a great catcher, super young. Uh, he's gonna be he's gonna be great for these guys for for a long time. Um, I agree. And that, and that you know if there's a dude on third base, get in the regular crowds. Make sure you're mobile. You know because you kind of you're, you're kind of immobile when you go down to one knee, right? You can't move quite as much. Um, super surprised that that ball got by him and and let a pass ball uh, score a run. It. Uh, you know, he's usually very good at blocking. But I, I agree. Um, in, in certain situations, I think it's fine to get down on one knee um, and do that if that's your thing. But if there's if it's a scoring position and you got you got to have a block ball, two strikes, something like that, you know, go to the regular crouch. The, the, the Rangers, like, uh, their calling card also has been defense. I've seen some exceptional defensive plays from this team. When you're on the mound yeah. – how much different do you pitch when you know your defense is lights out? Oh, 100%. I mean, for me, being a ground ball pitcher, um, I had to trust my guys 100%. So I had great defense behind there, Stephen Drew, Orlando Hudson, Gold Glover. Um, so those guys, I had to trust my, you know, my game in. I mean, they were they were huge for me. So, yeah, you guys, I mean, Seager has been 
I mean, he's been amazing with the bat, obviously, but his fielding has shown up so good. He's uh, he's he's the all-around player, right? I mean, he's making plays in the hole, and he's and he's just making them look almost nonchalant, like easy plays. He is uh, he's so good. That double play he turned there the other day and flipped behind his back was yeah was amazing. I mean, you know. The guy's going, you know, covering all the holes. It it, it shoots pitches. It, I mean, it allows you to attack the strike zone. You know, you know, you feel like you can, you can, uh, you know, let the hitter swing and try to get a ground ball, and you know those guys are going to make the, uh, you know, the play behind you, and they and they have been. So, I think it's huge for a pitcher to have some, you know, defense like that behind him. You know, the other thing too is uh, we've seen some hard hit balls to center field, but it feels like that center field wall yeah. says 407, but it's two miles away, or it, like, it feels like it's forever. Why's that feel so weird to me? <laughs> it, well, the wall's really high, the huge batter's eye, and it kind of kicks back um, a little bit out there. And there's a lot of balls that died. Although the, the you know the roof has been open the last couple uh, games, so that's cool. And the and the big panel doors. Um, have been open, which, depending on what the you know the wind's doing, for the most part, it usually you know would help that ball carry out there. But I, I agree, there's been some really big, really deep fly balls that look like they, uh, you know, would go out and just dying right there at the at the track. And, and we've seen out Thomas catch some uh, really deep fly balls out there. Well, Webby, man, thank you so much. I, I really hope you're not flying back to Dallas-Fort Worth. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I understand why you are rooting for uh, the Diamondbacks, and it's been a, a fun World Series so far. But we obviously are hoping it ends tonight. And, and I know that you guys, yeah. honestly, if you guys can win this game, I understand the confidence of having Merrill Kelly and fought on the mound. So we've seen for it happen sure. in Philadelphia. So we're really hoping Evaldi has one of those magical postseason starts. Yeah, it should be a great game tonight with those two guys on the mound. I appreciate you guys having me. There you go. Brandon Webb right here on 105.3 The Fan. Great information. As you could probably guess, there were plenty of listeners who did not want Diamondbacks representation on the show. That's one of the things that I really enjoy that Mike has his connections of people that can give That's you different like cool. different perspectives. And then he, I mean, he acknowledged eventually how, how good the Rangers have been in a lot of different ways. So I appreciate him hopping on, man. That was great. You should ask him his thoughts about how John Smoltz has been doing. <laughs> been like, oh, he's been doing great. We're, no, he was really good, though. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next. Time for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Is he now, or what does he have to do to be the greatest postseason shortstop in history? Next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.